Yes. Yes. <laughs> Barbecue Success brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy, JC. Crown Cuts Academy, Bristol, and Craig's Crown Cuts Downtown, JC. Spreading love the Tri City way is one way, but spreading love the Crown Cuts way is the only way. Barbacar Success, a platform where we drop gems, give you information on how to be the next best barber, how to navigate your time through school. Why is it important to take your time and make the most of your opportunities when you're in school? Just keep it 100. The more you learn, the more you earn. Shout out to Feed Spot for giving us a top 25 ranking in the world of podcasts and barber content. Yes, sir. That's major. We appreciate you again. Top 25. That's a major honor. Thank you to Spotify for showing us the love that you show us. Yes. Big, big, big. And my co-host themselves in person, I let them speak. I let them speak and shout out. He's looking at me, bro. <laughs> Jordan Bar, Jordan Bar underscore 52 on Instagram from Bristol, Tennessee. What's a 52 mean? 50? Oh, no. oh yeah. That's that was. Uh, that's, that's his, that's his, that's his, um. That's his number in football. No, he's a running back. Yeah, yeah. Look at it. Yeah, <laughs> I was a running back. No, a I mean, guard. I was. That was. That was. I made it back when I was in eighth grade. Now he's a guard. My, he's a guard. Yeah, yeah. Look, you, you can tell him. You went from guard yeah. to running back. Yeah, I went. I played every position. Yo, you, you gotta be athletic right? to be a guard. That's crazy. Man. You gotta be a what? You gotta be real athletic to be a guard. Yeah. yeah. Now people don't know that for real. You yeah. gotta be do. I was a guard. So you saying that? Introduce yourself, my guy. Uh, am I Fields? Am I your barber on Instagram? I don't have any numbers. Am I your barber 66? Yeah. I guess. Are your number 66? <laughs> yeah, I was 66, yeah. Mm. That's a lame number. No, I see. I won a 63. Freshman year, I'll tell you a story. It was cold. So, freshman year, we were in line. They said, all freshmen line up. You're going to pick your number. <laughs> right? So, I'm, I'm like in the middle of the line, right? And there's this guy in front of me, right? And he didn't really like me. Oh, man. And he was a lineman. So they were like, yeah. I was like, yo, I'm so hyped to get my number. I can't wait. And the dude was like, what number do you want? I was like, man, yeah, I was number 63 all the way through Little League. I'm about to get it again, right? And I had that dude gets in line in front of me. He said, yeah, let me get 63. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> Just out of spite. For real? Yeah, it was cold, man. Yeah, it was cold. Was, I was mad. Yeah, that's whack. That's whack. Man, people do it like that, though. You can't blame them. It's the way of the world. The way of the world. So today we're going to talk about the most important part of barbering, the theory. Why is the theory the most important part? The textbook. A lot of people run from it, hide from it. They miss days. They don't want to invest into the book. I mean, the book is what's going to get you paid. Why would you not invest into the book? Why don't you take your time and boss out the information that's in the textbook? Some people try to cut corners, man. They think they think that if they cheat, or if they just skip class, that they don't need that part. They just need to learn how to cut hair. I mean, cutting corners. Where have cutting corners got anybody? Nowhere. Where does it get you, Jordan? <laughs> where is cutting corners? Man, I don't know, man. Where have that gotten anyone? I mean, but think about it. The first chapter. Not even just the first chapter. Every chapter in that milady's textbook is a conversational piece. If someone is having a hard time striking up a conversation, you should just read the whole textbook and note back to front. The first chapter, my, the history of Barbara is my favorite chapter. I thought that was the coolest part. Yeah, that's my favorite. 
But you know, a lot of students fail that that first chapter. Some people don't like history. I feel like I always liked history. History is my favorite subject in school. Well, I think um, for one, most people come to barber school not expecting to be tested on history. On history, just not on history, but just to take a test. Yeah. Most people just think they come to school and their test is how fast you can move your wrist and and fade. That that's literally like every student shows up. I'm gonna say every student, but most students show up like. They're going to get handy clippers, and they're going to learn how to do ball vase, and then that's their life. That's it. That is school for them. Right. And and that's not what it's about. There's so much more to there than that. It'd be boring if that's what it was. Just yeah. learn how to – yeah, that would be kind of – that would be boring. But think about it. The people who just know how to cut, how far do they get? They usually stay stagnant. A lot of times they just – they end up – I mean, the ones that I've seen that just want to cut end up just dropping school when just cutting. But it, kinda, cutting at it, home it limits cutting. you how much you can grow to. Think about it. it limits you if, if you don't know information on your skill. And but everybody talks about most students. Oh, I want to open a shop. I want to. I want to be a platform artist. I want to travel the world. I want to be on stage and cut hair. But if you don't understand information, if you don't understand the basic things of the textbook that is teaching you, how can you do all those things? You can't, especially if you want to be a platform artist. Like like I said last podcast, like those guys are all. I'm saying most of them are great teachers. Yeah. Right. Like just, just boss teachers. And I even find myself struggling to explain my process of doing a haircut Mm -hmm. and they're doing it on stage, breaking it down step by step. And that's a challenge for most barbers. They should, they should see how far they want to go. If you're going to talk that talk about how far you want to go, set up in in your, in your school and explain a haircut to your class. (laughs) That's the start. Yeah. And, and, you know, everybody cuts cuts a different way. Yeah. You know, right. and, and the way that and, and explaining things also a different way, you know, just like instructing, you know, you like for me to say I cut like this, this and this, this George will be like, well, I cut this, this, this and this. And even though we get to the same result, everybody has a different process. And some people like the way you do it. Some people like the way other people do it. Take little bits and pieces of everybody's information that they give you and just exactly. kind of make it into your own. But the funny thing is me being an instructor, I wish someone had told me earlier on that. When you understand the book front to back, you become a better barber. I didn't realize that until I became an instructor and started just going into the book and having to explain the book and teach the book. Did you have to, uh, when you were doing your apprenticeship, were you required to, to complete tests and do book work in, in New York? Um, yes, but not to the limit. Like, it, it, it still lacks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why, again, I'm not really for the apprentice because it's so lax. It, it, it put it on you. And if you're not a... If if you're not someone who who loves to learn and loves to read and <clears throat> acquire information on your own, your whole your whole purpose is just trying to get it as quick as possible. Yeah, and yeah, I went through that and process. So that's why, even <clears throat> excuse me, anyone who's doing the apprentice program, they should explain to the apprentice that hey, if you want more, you should do more. You should seek more knowledge and get in this textbook. Even though there's no one watching you, there's no one on your neck about the test, about the quizzes, about the the the, the, the homework that you might have to do. You should be telling your apprentice, hey, hold them accountable. Hold their feet to the fire because if you don't, you're almost letting them off the hook. You're almost not letting them help themselves. Yeah, as an apprentice, if you don't 
explore the barber world yourself, a lot of times you believe that the shop is the only is the world like that yes. is that's the only reality of of cutting hair <laughs> is like waking up coming to coming to shop and cutting hair you know and it and there's just so much more to get from it you know and just like the book like there's so much more you can pull from barbering and learn and like you said the more more you learn the more you earn because you limit yourself you, you almost stunt your growth if you don't boss the textbook out unless you're around people who are going to pour into you and tell you how important that stuff is when you get out you limit yourself because you don't see the growth, the potential growth of this industry. Is is there something that you feel like you took for granted before getting into the shop, Jordan? Like as a student? Not not on the haircutting side, but as far as like the knowledge of the industry itself, I kind of, I guess you could say I didn't really take it how I should have when I was in school. Because now that I'm out of school, I kind of, I think it's a sense of maturity as you get out and you figure out like saying like I used to always think that the fade was probably the most important, but that's just after a while you've been in the barbershop and you see everybody else, you're like, dang, man, this haircut is just as good as mine. And you're just like, after a while, the fade is just the fade. And then eventually if you, if you want to be better, you're just going to want, you're going to want to learn how to do different stuff and learn about the industry itself so I feel like it takes a little bit sense of maturity as you, if you don't get it in school, I feel like if you really want to get out and branch out, you'll learn how to later on in your career. Like least, doing, doing facials and stuff. Like yeah. When like you write a book, like learn the muscles of the face and practicing doing facials and then like the practical application of facials. You know, when you're in school, you're kind of like, oh, I just want to learn how to cut hair the best I can. And then you finally reach the place where you're comfortable with what you're doing. You're like, man, I want to offer facials. And you're like, wait a second. I could have learned all this before, but now you got to go back and relearn how to do a facial. But well, you could have done it in school. You could have already known it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's okay too, but you know, yeah, you could, I could have learned it. Now that now I want to learn how to do facials and freaking hair. Like now I really want to learn how to do hair coloring. Like back, I remember the MI used to buy Jordan, you should do some more hair colors. I was like, ah, uh, I was like, I don't really, but the, I was like, okay, I will. But, you know. but, that, but that's the point because everybody's trying to pour into you at the time. And it's like you said earlier, it's, it's a point of maturity mm-hmm. and your whole thought process when you come in thinking that just, it's just a fade. It's just a fade. It's just a fade and that's it. But <clears throat> Excuse me. When we talk about there should be no dead time and when students leave early and not maximizing their time with that textbook and learn everything that could learn, it becomes you don't have to look yourself in the mirror. That's why we say understand your why before you go to school, why you want to do this, where do you want to be? If your goal is just to be a, a basic barber and just cut, that's cool. But understand that when you look in the mirror and you, you put your you set your bar to be a basic barber. That's your fault when you don't excel. You ain't yeah. going to reap the full benefit. You're just going to be staying in the same place. Why not maximize your time and reap the full benefits of 1,500 hours? Learn as much as you can. And and sometimes, I mean, the students that are uh, working hard and getting their stuff done, they get to about to where they got about a month left in school, and they're like, I ain't got to do nothing. I ain't got to take tests. I ain't right. got to do this. I'm like, well, you know, practice something else. Right. You're good at something else, you know, like you can cut hair, you pass all your tests. Is there something else that you want to learn? No. But maximize. You know what I mean? And the thing is, take advantage of the situations. 
take advantage of this. You're paying for it. You're paying to learn all these skills, all 500 of these skills, but you just want one. And that's the crazy part to me. It's like, y'all, y'all have to pay for this. Like y'all's money is going towards this. Why would you not get the most out of it? But they try. And I think that's another reason why students feel like they can just slide through. I'm paying for this. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't need to learn that. I don't need to learn this. And that's like their excuse at the time. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't have to do that. It sounds like a certain somebody. <laughs> There's a lot of certain somebody's that act like that. I mean, but that's across the country of all schools. And then students would just not show up. And then want to come the next day and blame someone else for their mishaps. How you miss two days in a row and come to school and think everything's just supposed to be back in motion because you miss two days of teaching. I hope you don't expect the, t- the instructors to backtrack and catch you up for you missing. That's on you. And they blame the instructors for all oh, they didn't teach me this, all oh, they didn't teach me that. Well, you weren't here. You're not here. How can we teach you anything? You're not here. I know, but they still shouldn't. I mean, they shouldn't also think that the it's the instructor's job to give them everything at the, at the same time too, as well. Because I feel like, well, well, that's a great point right there again. Because most people they don't do no studying or honing of their craft outside of the school. Mm-hmm. So when they come back, they want to rush and have the instructor be at their beck and call, and you know, miss two, three days, a week, whatever. And you want everybody to be at your beck and call because you miss. You got to find some way to catch that up. And I, I hate when I, what I don't like is when students miss, and then you put them on a haircut, and they act like they lost. Like they act like they ain't never done it before ever. And that and that drives me nuts because I'm like, man, you know why you're struggling? Because you're not here. I mean, but even if like when I was in in the shop cutting with my license. When I went on vacation, missed three or four days, five days. When I come back, my first haircut, it took me a little time to get back in the groove. You get warmed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're in your learning process in school, you miss two or three days, it's going to set you back. 100%. Especially if you're coming from not knowing nothing. Yeah. Because yeah. I say it might take us like a, like a couple, like two or three haircuts just to get back in the groove. But usually if you miss a day or two or a week, you, when you get in school, you probably be stuck for like, a while, honestly. You probably might forget some of the retention that you got a couple of days ago before yeah. you missed. And if you are a class clown, mm. don't go to school. Why you want to go to school? Uh, you're paying your money to learn, and everybody's paying. Uh, and you want to be a class clown for something that people are trying to get a skill out of? That, that baffles me. We've seen that multiple times. Yeah, that baffles me. How yeah. are you going to be a class clown? Interrupting, always interrupting an instructor just to crack a joke. Like, are you probably be a class clown in barber school? But it's, I mean, it's cool. You get, a, you get a trophy for that. You get the participation trophy. I mean, it's cool every once in a while somebody cracks a joke. It kind of eases the, you know, makes right. everybody like focus. But like when you, every time the shark says something, you like, bah, 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 bah. And it's like, all right, it was funny like the first seven <laughs> times. Like it's not funny anymore. You need to have an alternative school for barber school. Yeah, man. <laughs> I already got, I got a couple people in mind. Remember when we went to Nashville? It was a Nashville Memphis. Remember when the Memphis, that one dude? Oh. <laughs> Every time I said crazy, every time you said something, yeah. But what'd you say? You what'd you say to you said, okay, let's get let's get back into get focused again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get back on track. Yeah, that's what he said. Dude kept saying something. Oh, every time Craig spoke, and Craig was like, hey man, let's let's focus here. Let's get back yeah. on track. The most important part of your journey is the theory. Think about all those 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 chapters have so much information in them. 
it's hard to know all of it. I mean, it really is. I mean, you know, <laughs> even Miss Dale, who's taught it for 30 plus years, tell us that she has to study. She has to study and she learns something almost every time she goes yeah. back through it, you know. And I, and, and I swear, once I became an instructor, I became a better barber. I start seeing it so differently. And that's why I encourage people to take it, to take that, take that time. Don't just put that textbook down when you graduate, when you finish. Pick that textbook up. Use it as a source of reference. Go home and read through those chapters again. Understand it. And in barber school, I think most students, they study to remember and not study to learn. That's I feel like that's programmed through I don't know, I feel like that might be a public school programming where where you you've been taught to pass a standardized test instead of ret- retaining information to carry it with you. And and I feel like that was always hard for me in school was like trying to retain things. Like I don't know it enough just to get to that end of the week test. Yep. Right. And then I dump it. But information is so fun. When you make learning fun and you make information fun, you just want to grasp it and, and then it's yours. And that's something you can hold forever because you can teach it and you can just mold it and make it yours and make it something wonderful. And when you speak to clients about it, like about what you know in the book, it just amplifies the industry. It makes you so much more respected in the light of, of barbering that you are a professional. And, you know, and, and like you said, it's a conversation starter. It's a conversation piece. And again, <clears throat> Just to piggyback on what you're saying, when clients hear you orating and talking about your craft and breaking it down in scientific terms, you sound so wonderful. That increases your your income, increases your reputation, and your tips go through the roof. Man, he know what he's talking about. Man, he broke down the follicles, the comedone extractors, broke that down in simple terms. The, he, he's talking about the occipital bone, the parietal ridge. When, you, when you're talking like that, like a doctor, you're going to be respected like a doctor. You drop that knowledge on your clients, Jordan? All the time. Because <laughs> me and Kobe would be talking about something. I'd be like, yeah, you're kind of too high past the parietal ridge. And they're like, what's a parietal ridge? And like, it's, your, it's, your, it's where your head rounds off right, right here. And then you got your opposite of the bone, which is your, the, I guess you can say your, the rounded part in the back of your head. And they're like, yeah, what? That? <laughs> but, <laughs> what was that? But you sound so, you know what I'm saying, majestic yeah. speaking on terms like that. You're just not a basic barber. Y'all make him feel it. Re- reach my head. Feel, feel that bone right there. Yeah. I'm like, man, this dude's off the bone. It's crazy. Yeah. He would be out here. I'm like, dang. Dog. That's the hot dog. What's the hot dog? What is the, what is the definition for the hot dog? Uh, the hot, the hot dog, dog is, that, is that meat in the back. The, the roll. Yeah. Oh, man. The yeah. hot dog bun. Yeah, that's the that's the term people use in the back. <laughs> One time I was in the shop and I seen this dude, man. He pulled out his credit card and he was putting that <laughs> credit card in the back like a sucker yeah, behind you. <laughs> Cause it was just like the like that, rolled over. Yeah, <laughs> I want to do that now. And he was like scanning. <laughs> you scanning back and spot up some of the bone and that meat back there. Do you uh, now that you own a school? Do you feel like you got to reference the book as much, or are you you more on like the business end of it? Um, uh, the book is a source of information that's not going away, and I think it's important to always go back and reference that book because it keeps it fun. It's your industry. So when I sit and talk about Barbara is my passion and I don't reference the book, I mean, I'm wrong if I'm doing that. But I love referencing the book. I love going through the book, just looking at some passages. Um, It's almost fun sometimes just to go back and take a test without even studying to see what you know. You know what I mean? Because you've been doing it long enough now where you're like, wow, I should be able to take this test without even 
because I'm an instructor. I own a school now. And that's the, that's the fun way I challenge myself. Let me take this test. Is there something you would like to see added to the book that's not currently in the Milady book? Um, yes. Um, more so the domestic violence and the mental health aspect of, of human relations, uh, the psychology of it. That should definitely be added in curriculum. Yeah, I think that's important because all, all those stuff, all that information helps barbers relate to the client and understand themselves, understand clients a little bit more. And it helps you to think about paying more attention to your client because there's still too many barbers out there who want to cut with headphones. And I think they need to emphasize like the, um, the power of, of the community aspect of barbering, mm-hmm. just like how your, your words and, and the news that you pass to the shop can affect the community. It's a very powerful thing. Of course. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, people go to the shop for a source of information. You know, People say all the time, if you want information, you go to a new city. Where do you go? Go to a barbershop and ask him any and everything. How to turn your water on. What's a good bank? What's a good church? A dry cleaners? Um, a lawn care service. You can get all, all that information from going to the barbershop. Yeah, you always got a client, client for everything. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about in my, in my shop was, like, to have a wall for, like, if you need somebody. Right. You know, have clients that actively come to the shop, maybe bring a card or a picture of themselves and put it up for and, and a description of what they do. I mean, as a barber, if you don't have information for your clients, I mean, you, 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 you're depriving them. That's what, uh, usually, that's kind of what we have at the at our barbershop. Because people will come in and be like, you know anybody knows how to do braids or dreads or anything? I'm like, yeah, there's a card on that post board over there. Right. So, you know, you can call a hitter up. And she'll make it a point where people that need the, their roof done or like stuff like that. You just have like, they used to have people that post their cards on mm-hmm. the, the little bulletin. So I usually point them to the, to the bulletin, you know? Yep. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's important, man. That's, in, I mean, human relationships. And, and, it, and, and that's why it starts with the textbook. It's understanding how to build, I mean, chapter one, history of barbering, professional image. You would think, why are those things important? What, what does professional image have to do? Professional image have everything to do with barbering, electricity. And professional image, to some people, like, you know, some people know that you have to be kept and, and look good and take care of yourself. But some people don't know that. You right. know, it's not always common knowledge. Some people just kind of dress whatever, wear whatever, say whatever, do whatever. And they, that's something that, you know, needs to be brought to their attention. It might be easy for you but to other people somebody needs that chapter somebody needs to know what they not to do and if you take it serious you'll get what you need from it what do you think mr bar i think this is another thing i think they should add to the book i think they should go into more detail when it comes to scissor cuts on top that's in there you just you just didn't no. read that part. No, <laughs> no. Well, look, it's, look. it's it's the basics, not like. But but think about it this way, right? <clears throat> and this podcast will probably help a lot of people to understand to go back and and do your research and take stuff more serious. Because the great point you make, I think we need to add more scissor cuts in there. But you 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 said before on a, on a podcast. Am I had to get in your butt mm-hmm. to get in the share work? Yes. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I'm not knocking you down. We're just talking for yeah. the audience yeah, out there. A lot of times instructors are in students' butt about this and they're not paying it no attention because they don't deem it important until they hit that roadblock. I mean, I you already said it. I ain't going to say it again. But at the same time, I, I mean, there is a chapter there in for sheer work. Now, if you're thinking about like the triangle sections that people are doing on top of the head and then like the cross graduations, is that what you're talking yes. about specifically? Yeah. Like the short men's haircuts, like stuff like that. Um, you know, that's more advanced than, you know, those, those type of techniques are more advanced. Um, and, 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 you know, in a, in a 1500 hour course, you know, that it's, it's going to be difficult because mm-hmm. you could even get more advanced in the, in like say hair color. Well, we could, why didn't put this type of hair color in there? You know what I mean? But remember the textbook barber school is to introduce you to barbering and prepare to pass the test. You have to go in there and do some research yourself. And if I'm not mistaken, we brought Ryan in, yeah. Ryan White, and he did a cross-graduation class for you mm-hmm. there. At this, I mean, and that's another thing that we, that we do at Crown Cuts is bring other barbers in to do classes. And when students don't show up, we can't you miss out you, you miss, miss out which jordan was there no, i was there yeah, jordan was, was there. there and but he was he was all over ron he was watching every move of it but and, I, and, I, and that's a great point yeah a lot of stuff happens every day but when you don't come you miss out yeah and you know you try to tell students in advance but uh, you know like when we had cody cody came and spoke and yeah. that we we were missing probably five or six people that could have been there great information Amazing information. You know, Cody's done, he opened a shop. He's worked, cut on stage, CT Barber Expo, you know, and, and that's valuable information. And he didn't do it to get anything from it. He did it because he wanted to share it. And that's the beautiful right. thing about barbering is everybody's willing to share that information. But if you ain't there to get it, you ain't got nobody to blame but yourself. And then a lot of times instructors are there breaking down their experiences when they're teaching the textbook. And I think that's the easiest way for me to teach is like when I read it, nine times out of ten this is a scenario that has come up to where i've had to deal with mm-hmm. you know certain things maybe not all of like anatomy and chemistry but definitely there's most of it in the practical use i can i can usually relate that to something that i've dealt with myself right and i'm sure you can as well of course and <clears throat> so we can express more how important that textbook is can express more and, and, and don't wait don't wait till you're out of school to realize it Boss it out right now because the more you learn, the more you're going to earn. And stop working on your strengths. Stop working on your strengths. Pick up some of your weaknesses. What is challenging to you in that textbook? What is giving you anxiety? What gives you fits? Go over there and learn it. Go there and try it. Pick it up. I mean, unless you are coming from medical school, I can almost bet you that I mean, less than 50, less than, less than 10% of people that go to barber school know all the bones of the face. Right. Verbatim. You know, all the muscles of the face, all the, you know, they, the nerves of the face, like stuff like that. It, like if you don't know those, if you're, if you feel like you've gotten everything to that point, go back and learn that. I know that Andrea, the instructor at Crown Cuts, said that she went to the doctor and the doctor was explaining something to her and she mentioned one of the bones of the face and the dude was like, how do you know that? And she right. was like, I teach at a barber school. And he's like, barbers have to learn that? Yeah, of course barbers have to learn that. You know, and that just elevates the industry. And the more that you learn, the more that we all grow. 
the more we are respected and, and we can pass that along. And that's what we really want is the entire community and industry to be respected again. We make tombs of us, you know what I'm saying? High, right. high class, noble society. That's where we view ourselves. And if you don't view yourself like that, nothing's wrong with that. I mean, you can just be a cutter. You can be somebody that just goes to work and goes to home every day. That's, that's perfectly okay. Sometimes I envy that. Sometimes I'm like, that would be nice to be just want to wake up. And, but inside me personally, I have to continue to elevate and I just can't stop, and I, I won't stop. I mean, and that's important. Like, <clears throat> so, and the industry, it, it gets so joy, joyous when you go out there and you see someone in the industry who, who you know gave their all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for yourself, if you, for a student out there who didn't give their all, but you want to be compared and be in the same pedestal as someone who has put their heart and soul in this industry. That's the point where I talk about people want that participation trophy. What'd you give? What did you, you did you leave it all there? Did you yeah. Mbappe, we were the World Cup just came on. This man had to score three goals just to lose, you know, and he gave it all all the way to the last minute. If you're not giving it hundred percent all the way through, why are you doing it? Why? It to me it doesn't make sense. Like it's just like why would you halfway do anything? If you're halfway doing it Either figure out what you're doing wrong or just get out because it's not going to elevate us. And it's not fair to the people who give their all, who just pouring their sweat, their heart, their soul into it. And you just showing up saying, yeah, uh, I, I, I want the same thing that you got. Yeah. You're the class clown and you miss days. Oh, and then you get in the shop and guess what? You're missing days. You're canceling appointments so you can go. You know, you're hungover from going to the club with your boys the day before. You're, gonna pr- you're practicing what you're preaching. Exactly. And it, and it's not surprising when I see these people that halfway do school and fumble around and get out of school, if they do make it through school and then they're done cutting hair, they're they're waiting tables after, you know, six months of cutting hair. Which is nothing wrong with waiting tables. That's what you're doing. That's cool. Yeah, but, but, but you just put all this money into going to school and all this effort and then, then you just quit. You know, and like you said, not, I love wait, waiting tables. One of the, my favorite jobs I've ever had. You know, I, I, I enjoy waiting tables. You but, just say maximize your time. Yeah. Don't play games with it. If it's something that you love, you say you want to be a part of, don't delay someone else's learning pro, 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 process. Don't delay their learning process because you want to be disruptive and you're not sure you want to go. Or you're, you're complaining about the curriculum but you're but you're not maximizing your time in school. Yeah, don't don't delay someone else's learning curve. That's not fair to them. If you want to be that way, hey, just just quit school. If you think you can have a problem of, of being disruptive, that's not fair. I'm saying don't be. I wouldn't say that I didn't give 100 percent in school. I more gave like 85. Okay, right. I'll, I'll admit it. I gave like 85. percent But as far as like. Wanted to teach people, wanted to help people while I was in school. Trying my hardest to learn new skills and fading and his scissor cuts. I mean, even if I didn't want to do the color, I still did it. And I still figured out, like, something about that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And make, make learning challenging. Make yeah, it fun. Like, like, I just didn't study the I didn't study the book as good as I should have. And I regret that. But, you know, it's live and learn. I mean, it's. You're passionate though, but that's what I, the, I'm very passionate. But that's what, what the do. podcast is here for too—to kind of help students avoid certain mistakes that you made, I made, you made. You know, what I mean? because a lot of times you in that situation, you don't think you're doing nothing wrong. Yeah, and we're not sitting here from a from a pedestal pedestal talking about holier than thou. 
we we've made these mistakes. We're sitting here talking from a point of experience. We've seen it. We've seen people do it. We've done it ourselves. And we're coming to y'all to let y'all know like what you can do to maximize what you're doing. We're not doing this to be like to hit you over the head. We're just trying to give you give you a chance to sit back, take a step back, think about am I doing some of these things? Can I be better? How to reap the benefits of this industry? What to do? How to be the top of the food chain? How to be where you want to go when you understand your why? How to have that unbroken mindset to be unstoppable in this industry? Unbroken mindset. Yeah. And like that, that. <laughs> you like that? That's your book, man. It's a book, <laughs> Unbroken Mindset by Craig Charles. Man, that's sharp. It's coming. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we need another business barbering book. Yeah. I need that. From, you need to make that happen. It's coming. When's your book? You say you are writing a book, though. Yeah, right? it's, it's coming. It's in the motion. I got the um, the first, the first, uh, the. This, First chapter written and it's coming. Yeah. I still wait on Jordan's barber name. Yeah, J, J Bar. That's the. I don't know why. That's just the hardest. I I did what you told me to do too. Like right. just chill out, and listen to music, and just actually <laughs> think it. I could just not vibe. think of one, bro. Didn't think about it. You just, just try to sit back and just just try to pick it up. Yeah, I just I can't. I still can't. I don't know. I still can't think of it. It has to come. It has to. I don't know. Yeah, it's coming. Shout out to Jackson State. Having an awesome season, um, and North Carolina Central shout out to them for winning the Celebration Bowl and um, HBCU National Championship. I was at that game; it was a great shout out to those guys. They worked hard and continued success to Coach Prime and his new endeavors up there in Colorado State. Hey, he's gonna be a problem. Yeah, he's gonna be a problem. Keep doing, keep doing great things for these young men. You know what conference that is, Colorado? You know where that? That's Sun Belt. Nah, that's the Pac-12, Pac-10, one of them I think it's Pac-10. I think it might be. No, it might be Pac-12. Yeah, one of them up there. He going to be the next Nick Saban. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm a fan. You see, I got my JU. The hoodie goes hard. Yeah, I, I like it. Low. I like how it's stacked. I think they got the best gear in college football. You shouldn't wear that. You should save that. What? Because it, it might be worth some money. He said it was cold. <laughs> it was cold. Dion, you got the hoodie from the Celebration Bowl yeah. where Deion Sanders played his last game. Come on. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's hard. You might want to. You might want to. You might want to hang that up. You know what I'm saying? It might be worth something one day. Uh, I should have got him to sign it. Yeah, I think about it. Did you happen to walk by? Did he? Did he ever pop by you? Um, not. Nah, even though I was on the field watching the game, I was like, the field, like field level watching it was dope. Dope experience, like. 60,000 people looking Jeez. up. You like, yeah, it was a it was a great experience. Did you were you on the Jackson State sideline? No, I was on um, NCC. Did you could you feel the ground rumbling when he was? Oh in? yeah, I mean, did you get chills again? and make I mean, you, you it, get pumped it, it up. Was, it, was, it was it was dope. It was it was a great experience. It was fun. We need to go to a college football game. I've never been to one. For real? Yeah, yeah a lot of stuff you ain't never been to. I, I'm telling you, man. So I didn't. We, I haven't done a lot of we, stuff. Well, we doing that um the baseball the, game, the baseball tour. Uh, come to make sure so. I mean, I doubt for that. I mean, you know, I'm already down for that. But yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go watch. I used to not watch football because I used to get depressed. You never been but, to an ETSU game? I mean, to ETSU game, but that's I'm college about, football. I know, but I want to like, I want a D1 big football. That's, that's game. ETSU D1. I mean, like a, you know what I mean, man. <laughs> you want like FBS, like <laughs> something like I would just want to go to like I want to go to Georgia. I wanted to go to the Georgia game this year, and I couldn't. I had a chance to buy that. Tennessee's right down the road. You could have been there. I know, it's like nah, a twenty dollar ticket. Tennessee, yeah. Why? Oh, so yeah. <laughs> so what do you want? It Where do you? Honestly, yes, I don't it, does. it, it does. It does. You just want to go to the NFL game. Let's go to the, the, the Falcons or something. I don't like the NFL. 
Oh man, Sean, you hard to please, man. That's what I'm saying. You hard to please. Jeez. Hey, man, that's right. That's all right. I'll go. I'll go though. I'm you, good you, with that. You book ain't doing enough scissor work. I can't. I don't want to go to that Falcons. <laughs> you, you waiting for the barber competition? The top of the mountain. I'm barber back. Got high expectations, man. That's what you waiting for. for right? Is that in motion already? Man. Yeah, we working on that. Top of the mountain barber back. Okay. If I beat Jordan, I want his hat. I want that one. If I be Emma, I'll get his beard. (laughs) I'll give it to you right there at the show. I'll just let you cut it right off. These guys, these guys, these guys. Man. (laughs) Last time last time we did a competition. I'm up there, I ain't gonna do it to him. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let go. Let him live. Let him live. Oh yeah, I know what you're gonna say. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. What was he gonna say? I know what you're gonna say. What'd you say then? All right. Is it was it the one, the last literally the last one that you judged? No. No. Which one was you which one was you talking about? What was it? What was you thinking about? I'm talking about when you did the one at the at the at uh, Bristol. Don, the Bristol. You don't even know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. I'll let it go then. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you afterwards. Gotta let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but now getting back to the lecture hand, the importance of the textbook, the importance of the theory. Maximize your time, fellas. Maximize your time. When you go to school, start off strong. Pace yourself. Don't wait towards the end to try to push everything in because there's so much to learn. There's so much to learn. And I think every student, when you come to school, ask your instructor, how can they make you be the best? And go to them and tell them, push you. Push you. Maximize your strengths. Have them push you to, to pull out all the things that you might not think or know that you had inside of you to be the best. Barber, esthetician, nail tech, cosmetologist that you can be. Because why start something and try something that you're not going to try and be the best in or maximize your potential in? Because, again, the more you learn, the more you earn. Who, 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 does not, who does not want to earn the most for the industry that they're in? <laughs> who, wants to be, who, wants to be, who wants to be average at anything? I'd be boring. I mean, I guess that's the question that you have to ask yourself. Who wants to be average? And that's really the question that, you know, Barbers has to ask himself. That Like, average is just a cutter. Because if you could just fade, do a great fade in the lineup, you like everybody, you like the majority of people. You're not, you're not in minority. 80% at least. But if you could use your shares, you could do color. You can do a fade, you can do black hair, you can do white hair. There's no challenge that comes to you that you turn away. Then you become the boss. And there's really not that many people like that that can do all those things. I mean, it, and it's really becoming, and that's why Crown Cuts is so valuable because you're learning every, everything, or at least you're presented with an opportunity to learn everything. And I think most schools, majority of the schools, they give students that option. I think it's just that a lot of students... Don't maximize. Just stay with their comfortable. Yeah, on their they don't maximize that option. Yeah. Because students still are going to hide from practicals. Mm-hmm. Students still going to frown upon when, when, uh, when the time comes and they say, hey, practical time, let's work on this skill. I mean, I guess just like um, I remember when I was in, in, let's say, like basketball practice. No one never wanted to work on the fundamentals. Everybody was just waiting for the coach to say, throw scrimmage. the ball up to the scrimmage. Yeah. Because that's fun. You could run back and forth. You could try to cross somebody up, shoot a jump on someone. But that's not getting you to go to college. (laughs) 
You can't set a pick. You can't rebound. You can't dribble with your left, dribble with your right. And that's been some of the complaints about, like, NBA coaches. It's like, hey, we got to teach these guys to play basketball when they show up. Right. Because they go to college for one year, and then they're gone. They're here. You know? So it's, like, it's the same thing applying most things in life that you – that is a that is a learned skill. Barbering is a learned skill. And it's something that you're preparing yourself for for your future, for your career. And you're saying that you love it. So I wonder what gets people interested in being a barber. I think uh, it's kind of like a lot of people want to be like real estate agents is being your own boss. Right. Number one. Number two, kind of making your own schedule, you know, doing something artistic, creative. Yeah. You get notoriety for it. People say, oh, I know that guy. That guy cuts my hair. You know, like those are some of the positive things that people look at when they see Barbara. I knew it was, for me it was the artist, the artistry of it. But that's why. That's why I liked it. I feel like I liked and, it, and and that's great. The artistry of it. That's that's amazing. That's great because you see in your hands mold something that is amazing on a canvas that's leaving you every fifteen, twenty, thirty minutes to go into this world, and you get to start over again and do this new canvas, and they pay you, and they pay you. I mean, that, that's amazing. But think about if that canvas is incomplete. You could only do a shading of that canvas. You can't add no color to that canvas. You can't add no contrast to that canvas. All you can do is sketch. You ain't selling yourself apart. You just. Yeah. You just make the. The outline. The outline <laughs> of it. And you didn't put the, the sauce on it. All the sauce. Yeah. Because there's so much more to that, that artistic painting that. It's unfinished. Why not maximize your time? Learn every skill. Know the textbook. Know the theory. Hand over foot. Understand the first gill. Understand the, the colors of the of the barber pole. Understand where, where who started the first barber school. Understand why the barbering split from medical and you know what I mean? Why didn't it split? Understand when they talk about where it is in the Bible, where it's barbering in the Bible. Understand why people kept their hair long. Understand some of the rituals that, that dates back to Africa. Understand why it's the one of the, the first profession, the oldest profession ever. I mean, those things are fun to me because... And there's nothing I said about fate. I just talk. I'm just talking about the history. Understand why it's important to be to dress well, keep your fingernails cut. Understand how the importance of having a consultation with your clients. Understand how to mix color, alkaline. Of understand how to do, do everything. How to use shares. How to use your straight razor. What is the point of your straight razor? Understand what. What's the diet? How to describe what the straight razor do? How to hone the stroke? Understand all these things. The wonderful thing about the industry that people want to talk to you about, and then it'll make so much sense because you'll be sitting there in a conversation, and you could just like, do you know what the barber pole stands for? And you can just go and talk about it forever mm -hmm. through the whole haircut. 
Must be like it's American flag. It's America. <laughs> I thought it. I thought it was when I did. You really? Yeah. It's America's there. profession. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? There needs to be a poll out there, right, to see how many barbers who are licensed that don't know about the barber pole. What the barber pole stands for? You gotta do it without googling it. We should do that. We should set it up at like go to a hair show and just be like, do what, polls. What does the barber pole stands for? And if you at a hair show and you're in school and had your license and you can't break down what a barber pole stands for, something is wrong. We need to do that. We need to do like just have like, because they did that like on like uh, Jay Leno and stuff like right. that. They'd be like, what's the play? You know, like who's 16th president? Just random historical yeah. facts just to see if people knew them. We should do it with the barber. You know what? That's a great idea. We should do that. Have one of those companies sponsor it and have everybody come in and just talk. You're, on li- you're live. What does the barber pole stand for? What does the colors mean? It's a Jeopardy for barber. Mm. Mm. That's a great. That's a great game. And, I, I, and you know what? We did that once at school. We made it. Um, we made a Jeopardy game out of studying, and it was fun. And I think sometimes you have to make learning fun. And don't get me wrong. Some some people they can't just sit in a setting and just learn it the straight way. And they get lost. And if that happened, I encourage you to just challenge your instructors, challenge the school owners, wherever you are, and ask them to be creative in helping you guys learn. Because sometimes that could be a problem, too. Well, Mr. State Board, um, your friend, uh, he, he Thomas. Thomas James. Yeah, gave us a, a ton of resources for those. I mean, a lot of websites and apps where yes. you can make games and create ways to teach and learn. And if you're a student and you want to learn more creatively, why don't you take upon yourself to create a game? Yes. Take that initiative yourself and bring it to the school, and, and then you'll just create a ripple effect. They can use that consistently for the next person. That's important. Don't just sit back and point finger instruction and be like, I would do this different. I would do this different. Number one, you can help the instructor, give them the resources, create it themselves, or you can go be an instructor yourself and yes. do something, do, ask about doing that. You know, don't just sit back and point fingers. And it's easy to sit back and be like, I'll do this different, do this different. Come with, come with, come with a change. Come with, come with a result. Cause we understand the problem already. So yeah. let's come with three solutions, three solutions, at least. Yeah. It's don't, don't be that student. Cause there are, the, that's a student we ain't talked about yet. We talked about the class clan. We talked yeah. about the one don't show up. The student, and this could go for the people that are good students and for the students that are, good, that are bad students. If you're one of the students that complain and don't come with no solution, that is that is just as bad as being disruptive. Constant complaining. Yeah, and it's infectious, you know, yes. you, you, especially if you're a good student as far as like on the, on the class end and the haircutting end. If you say something, then it's going to have a ripple effect. So right. be, be the positive. Be, that, be the change. Why not be the change? So what do, you, what do you guys get out of this podcast today? What, what do you what do you think about it? What is the significance of this talking about the theory, the textbook? I think it'll help you a lot more once you get out, obviously. But I definitely know that I take it for granted when I was in school. So um, compared knowing that what I know now. If I would have could have went back, if I could go back and do it over again, I would I would definitely take my my textbook a lot more serious. Jordan was hot in school. Everybody wanted to, students wanted to cut the hair. Uh, daggone people coming from outside want to cut the hair. Man couldn't even get a time to read the book. I mean, you and the and the kids. If you're having a hard time with the textbook, don't try to read the whole chapter all at once. 
a few most most chapters I think instructors most schools will take about a week a week and a half to go through a textbook maybe two weeks sometimes a chapter is no more than like 10, 10 15 pages read That's, three three pages a day no more than that it's about like 30 some pages yeah yeah so I mean just Read, read that, that's it. Read three page, read three pages a day. Take your time. Pace yourself, and read it to understand it, to retain the information, so it'll be easier for you. And it, and it, and it helps because it's a conversational piece. Yeah. Don't read thirty pages one time. Read five pages two times, or two or three times, and then go to the next. You do the same thing five pages two or three times, and then you'll really have it. Yeah. And and then make it make it into something fun. Talk to someone at home about it talk to your friends talk to your family about it because get them involved in your learning process it makes it more fun get them involved in what you're doing get a friend because most people when they when you tell someone that you're in barber school it kind of strikes up something interesting in them they want to hear about it. they want to know about it especially in 2022 because it's popping it's popping we hot right, right, now. Crazy right now yeah we hot right. right now it is hot a lot of the, the the enrollment in colleges are down as far as for like males, like four year colleges or just just colleges, um, four year colleges. The enrollment are down because a lot of people though when they go into college they don't know what they're they're going to college for. So I guess they assume that they don't know they shouldn't they shouldn't go. I guess they'd rather go to a trade, and, and and that's why I brought that up. If you're gonna invest yourself in going to a trade, which is a shorter time. Boss out that six months of that textbook. Boss out the five months. Maximize. It's not four years. It's not a four-year degree. Boss it out. Know it front to back, back to front, in the middle, upside down, on top, underneath. Know it really well. Why not? It's your career. <laughs> the rest of your life. Yeah. And you only have to do it once. It's It's your career. Boss it out. Make it fun. Make learning fun for you. Whatever it is for you, you need to make learning fun. Make it fun. Cause that textbook, it can, <laughs> it can adversely affect your pocket, your income. And because I always thought, and not always thought, but what I know, if someone know that textbook in and out from front to back. They could dictate whatever salary they want to have their first year out of school. If you know everything about that textbook, I can almost, I'm not going to say 100%, but up in that higher 90s percent. If you boss that whole textbook out, know everything there is and understand and study the textbook to retain the information, not to just to pass the test. Your salary starting out. You could you could name the salary that you want starting out. You're definitely gonna be motivated enough if you did that much work too. Yeah. And confident enough. Yeah. Your salary coming in knocking above fifty. Way above fifty. Way yeah, way, way above fifty. <laughs> way, way above fifty. <laughs> yeah. I mean you could I mean, almost knock on the door. Saying you can come in your first year doing all having all the skills, you studied everything, you practicing what you preach. I, I won't be afraid to say you can knock up until like the six figures. 
I don't think it's out of out of hand. I don't think that's great. That's, it's not out of reach. No, especially you know if you know the book, you're you're, you're able to practice more. You're able to give more uh, services. Exactly, you can get more services. You can give hair color. You can do fades. You can do eyebrows. You can do facials. You can do shade. Anything you can think of. You, can you know do. how to sell products. Yep. I mean, you add in a shampoo to every service. I mean, you you sell on that. It's 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 out it's out it's out the world. Yeah, practicing how to add extra services while you're in school. Most students only work on that, and we talk about it in the book. Adding extra services because there's so many services at the school that you can get: the haircut, the beard trim, um. The the, the 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 straight shave, all these things could get you adding up to if you if you start practicing those things while you're in school, how to add services, you're talking about your haircut could be like, in the shop, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy dollars. After you add services, you sell a shampoo, you you give a shampoo, you do a facial. I mean, we talked about it with the estheticians. I mean, they talking about if you give a haircut and give a good facial massage and and cleanse you upwards of like a hundred dollars for a haircut jeez that's the goal and that the pinnacle of barbering yeah and try to that's a milestone you get to a hundred dollars a haircut but to get to that point you have to maximize the book mm-hmm. i feel like it's uh i'm trying i'm trying to get to that point where i'm maximizing my services but like i said i didn't knowing how to break yeah all that, you know all what I'm saying? All that stuff i don't I'm re I'm re have I'm gonna have to go re and relearn it again. But I feel like that's gonna be enjoyable for me because right. I'm, I'm gonna know how important it is now. You know, because if you're in school, you're just like, why am I doing this? I don't even feel like doing it. You're not gonna really actually take your time and actually try to learn it when you want. You like when you want to learn it. But it's important. Yeah, it's valuable. Get to know it. Boss it out. One of the coolest things I've seen in a barbershop was uh, Benny. Uh, worked for Mike. They own Lost Boy Barber Company in Greenville. This man did, did a mullet with the fade and then permed the back of the mullet. That's skill in the chair. I thought that was one of the coolest things I seen. That's at the dope. Same time. That's yeah. dope. You know what I'm saying? That's props. And he probably charged probably that's I over a hundred dollars. I'd say yeah, easy, easy. yeah. Because the perm itself is probably like fifty, yeah. sixty, fifty, sixty, something like that. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Hey, you could do so much with your skills when you boss up that textbook. And it was just the back of the head too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it you take about really ten minutes. To, yeah, it's <laughs> not even ten minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Done. Yeah. Nothing. I will say I'm good at perms. Was last time you did one? Was last time one? But nobody asked for one. You ain't marketed yourself to do them. But I don't. I don't. He won't. Oh, he won't. So that's reason why. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Well, all good things got to come to an end. Any last words, fellas? That you got your lasting words before we jump off this this magnificent podcast today? Uh, yeah. So, don't be average. Why are you trying to be average for it? Why, if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you don't want to be average. Obviously, your goal is to, to maximize yourself. So, continue to elevate. Uh, practice what you cre- preach, and uh, you know we're we're only speaking out of experience. We're not speaking out of a out of this pinnacle of of success is just that we've seen the mistakes made and we've made them ourselves and we just want better for you. I think it's based off what you, what you want in your life. I mean, if you want to be great, then you go out and be great. I mean, if you want to be average, you be average. I mean, it is what it is. It's all, it's all, it's all my game. It's all up to you. It's 
all about confidence, having it in yourself and what you think you can do and what you want to be. And it's just like that. Figure out your why. Understand why you're doing this. Why are you in this industry? And how far do you want to go? And always remember, the more you learn, the more you earn. Everybody wants that bag. Like, like they say, I want that bag. <laughs> Everybody get, wants that bag. But how do you get that bag? The more you learn, the more you earn. Maximize your time in barber school. Maximize your time. There should be no dead time. Learn as much as you can. Stop missing days. Go to school. Every day is important. Because what you're doing, you're practicing for the shop. And if you have poor habits in school, you have poor habits in the shop. If you didn't learn much in school, you're going to have to start learning in the shop. You have to learn it somewhere. And don't be... You don't want to embarrass yourself when someone comes to you for a service and you say you can't do it. <laughs> hey, that doesn't look good. Again, Barbacod Success brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy JC and Crown Cuts Academy Bristol. Spreading love the Tri-City way is one way, but spreading love the Crown Cuts way is the only way. Come holler at us. We have new enrollments the first of the year. In all our programs, we have orientation on Monday and school starts on Tuesday. Come check us out in Johnson City, 809 North Rhone Street, and in Bristol, Virginia, 805 Commonwealth Avenue. And coming here soon, downtown Johnson City, we open in the Manicure School, it's Proficient Nail Academy, coming to you soon. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs>